You are listening to Ken Lavica live on ESPN 106.3. Shutting out the media. One of the biggest sports stars in the world says that's what they're going to do. And they'll take the fines. It's going to bring up and open up an entire can of worms and open a Pandora's box. No doubt about it. Who was it? Caleb, what does it mean? Caleb Kyrie alone. <laughs> it is not Kyrie. Oh, it is not, not Kyrie, Kyrie. Though, that might be coming if this goes successfully. Uh, he is Coquel, and I am Ken Levick. It's Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Write this down. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Why? Because... You never know when you might need it. Yeah, I know that you think to yourself, oh, well, that's for, for to get your MBA in sport management. Uh, you, you graduate from college, and then that's when you get it. No, 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 no. I can't tell you how many times there is someone who is just, they're done with their career. They're done with their job. Like, they need a transition. Their mental health is failing. Uh, it's just a really bad situation. A lot of people have been there. I'm not talking about anything isolated. And there are so many people that have dreamed about working in, in sports and being around teams or organizations on the field or off the field maximizing their expertise and didn't know how to actually get to that point and that's where the FAU MBA sport management program comes in professional sports organizations leagues big time college athletics local sports they have sent their students into all of those jobs fau.edu slash mba sport the fau mba sport management program right now fall semester classes you can sign up for them either on campus in boca or remotely that's fau.edu slash mba sport the fau mba sport management program uh yesterday coquel is i am leaving the some breaking news ken because we are a New York show. Go New York, go New no, York. We're, go. we're not a New York show. Zach Wilson threw a deep ball to Keelan Cole at workouts today. Broken news all over Twitter. Just want to let you know, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson completed the deep ball in practice. I just want to correct uh, Coquel what he said and set the record straight. We are not a New York show. Oh. That's what Bart Hahn and <laughs> Alan Hahn and Bart Scott are for. <laughs> that the New York show comes up uh, after us, okay? Dude, they'll be breaking down that pass <laughs> yeah, one. Trust me, that'll be their that'll be what they start with, okay? Uh, but I am not a uh, I am not uh, putting on a New York show, okay? Oh just, my bad, sorry, sorry. Coquel, Do not do not just, put that into the universe. Just wanted to let you know. I just love when they break when they put up big alerts over passive practice. New Yorkers are welcome, but it's not a New York show. All right, so. Um, let's get to what I saw as I was leaving yesterday. Naomi Osaka is the number one women's tennis player in the world. And she is a consummate badass, both on and off the court. Multiple-time Grand Slam champion. She posted this yesterday on social media. Hope you're all doing well. I'm writing this to say I'm not going to do any press during the French Open. I've often felt that people have no regard for athletes' mental health, and this rings very true whenever I see a press conference or partake in one. We're often sat there and asked questions that we've been asked multiple times before or asked questions that bring doubt into our minds. And I'm just not going to subject myself to people that doubt me. 
I've watched many clips of athletes breaking down after a loss in the press room, and I know you have as well. I believe the whole situation is kicking a person while they're down, and I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Me not doing press is nothing personal to the tournament, and a couple of journalists have interviewed me since I was young, so I have a friendly relationship. However, if organizations think they can just keep saying, do press or you're going to get fined, and continue to ignore the mental health of the athletes that are just the centerpiece of their cooperation, then I just got to laugh. Anyways, I hope the considerable amount that I get fined for this will go towards a mental health charity. That was from Naomi Osaka. So let's unpack that for a second, okay? She says that from a mental health standpoint, meeting with the media after a game or a match, it's just not good for mental health. It's not good for the athlete, and it sows doubt. And so that is why she's not going to do it, at least at the French open should an athlete have to meet with the media after a match or a game 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 you can tweet at us at espn west palm i am extremely sensitive to the mental health discussion uh i mean i'm someone you're, you're not as high strung as i am without having some some things that that are going on and have gone on so i get it i understand it but i also have worked a long time in the journalism media spectrum when it comes to sports. Here is the purpose of journalism and reporters when it comes to sports. It is at its core to hold athletes and coaches accountable. It is to have two sides to a story or to an event or to an occurrence and not allow the subject to put out its own narrative. Or his or her own narrative. That is the point of journalism. To keep them honest. And it sounds really old school and old timey and a little bit lame. But at its core, that's what journalists and media are for. Are some media and some journalists better than others? Absolutely. Sure, there's a lot of the reporters that are the, talk to me, talk to me about, talk to me about. Those aren't even questions. They're just demands. Those are bad journalists. Those are bad reporters. It happens, just like any other profession. Well, sure, there's media that just wants you to know on Instagram that they were at the game covering it, and they want to do a pose, okay? But meeting with the media after a game or a match is one of the fundamental necessities, in my mind, to sports. Sports is about storytelling. It is about putting out narratives. It is about a connection from the athlete to the fans. And yes, social media exists, but if one side is telling the story, there's a propensity to leave out a whole hell of a lot of information that actually matters and context and things that fans who spend money and put their time and energy into, they deserve to know. So I understand what Naomi Osaka is saying here, that she doesn't want to subject herself to that. And she says she'll pay the fines from a mental health standpoint. She's not going to meet with the media. And it does beg the fundamental question now, with the rise of social media, with teams that put out their own content and leagues that put out their own content, should athletes be required to meet with the media, meet with reporters after games? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I think Naomi Osaka is getting this one wrong. I think she's getting this real wrong, and I don't think she actually fully grasps the purpose of media when it comes to sports.
Well, it's weird because I look at it a little bit differently than you do, Ken, because you look at it from a journalistic integrity thing, right? I look at it as I enjoy the media post game from a fandom thing. I like that access. That inside access is cool to me. It makes me enjoy whatever team or sport or player more. It makes me want to spend money on them more because I have that access. So I think that's where she's wrong. Not so much because of the journalistic integrity, but more it hurts the product so her employers then have less fans and the employers should be upset. Just what happens, though, you're a tennis fan, you're an Naomi Osaka fan, okay, and say she double faults and loses a match in the French Open. Obviously, from a fan standpoint, I want to know what happened there. I want her to give me an account of what, um, what took place. Where was her head at? Where did the issue come? Was it with form? Was she exhausted? And by her not meeting with the media, you're not going to know that. But especially from a team sports standpoint, a point guard turns it over with two seconds left. Busted play. Or everything's completely disorganized. I want the athlete to tell me what happened there. I put my money towards that. I give my attention to that. You think that they're going to jump on social media after the game or on a team media platform and say, oh, well, it was designed to go into the left corner, but so-and-so missed a screen, or uh, coach, coach didn't do a really good job of, uh, of designing this play. You think that they're going to say that or be candid about that without being pressed about it, at least giving you a semblance of something to help explain what you saw on the floor without actual journalists and independent media covering the teams and getting the access to the athletes and the coaches? No way. Not a chance. Social media is not media. The Players' Tribune is not media. Do you think without those things, though, fans would care less? Because that's what it comes down to, because that's where the dollars actually come in. Will taking away that access... That true access, not just access, but true access of what happened caused fans to care less. To an extent, because I think that it doesn't allow you to tell the full stories of these athletes and their backgrounds and um, uh, or what's happening on a game-to-game basis. I think it would diminish it. And maybe I'm just old-timey. Maybe this is me raised on reading newspapers and raised on insiders. Like that's It's my love. It's my romanticism of journalism. But for me, you cannot have functioning sports, especially how it's become a billion-dollar industry like it has, without people holding athletes and coaches accountable. And that includes Naomi Osaka. That includes individual athletes. Do sports, do athletes, should they have to meet with media and reporters after the game? Or are we past that? Has social media completely taken that over? Is there a need for media and reporters to meet with athletes? Should they be required after the game? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Kyle is in Jupiter. Kyle, you're on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Kyle. Hey, what's going on, guys? Just wanted to say, first and foremost, let us have a Florida show. All right? We need one Florida show. I appreciate <laughs> I'm trying. I'm Thank trying, you. Kyle. Thank you, thank you. All right. And secondly, it's kind of a double-edged sword here, but I think they should meet with the media. But in the same sense, I I feel from my standpoint, I never get, you almost get that, like, presidential speech from them. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem genuine. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, though, even that, though, Kyle, is better than... uh, 
there being nothing coming of, of any substance whatsoever or no one holding anyone accountable. Like, at the very least, you can take solace in the fact the question has been asked or the subject has been broached. If the coach speak you to death, so be it. But at least there's an attempt because you never know when that's going to pay off potentially down the road. Like, look what it, look what's happened with the national political discourse in this country. Because you have t- cable networks that are either one side or the other. There's no in-between. There's no debate about anything anymore. It's, this is what happened, this is the truth, even if it's not the truth, or this is what happened, and this is the truth, even if it's not the truth. And then that creates the misinformation, and people start butting heads, and it becomes extremely toxic like it is. If sports becomes that, uh, that sucks. That really, truly sucks, because I know from a a pure social standpoint, that sucks right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it, and it just seems like, you know, in a way, it's kind of almost our fault for not letting them say what they really want to say. And then they have to be, okay, I have to watch what I'm saying and I can't yeah. really say yeah. what I want to say and feel. You're right. You know, it's so. a slippery slope because you're right. Like, and, and, and to be quite honest, uh, I mean, part of what Coquel and I do is we dissect what athletes say and we react to it. And you're right. Like, that's sort of. Like, it's a little it's bit why, on us. It's why they don't want to say it. Yeah, yeah. And so, right. it's, it's, that, it's, yeah, go, it's, yeah, it's that double-edged sword, exactly. you know, you know, you want, and, and, and I, it's, 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 it's like, it's going to take us for somebody to be able to get up there and say what they want to say and say, okay, don't rip them for it, you know, not, and not in general, just you guys, but us here too, because like you said, social media, then it blows up on social media, and then they become a meme and right. all this other stuff. So they're like, you know what? I'm, I'm just not even going to do it. I'll take the fine. I guess, though, too, Kyle, if I was an athlete, and boy, am I not an athlete. I mean, let's just put that out there right now, okay? But if I was, I would, I would want my side, my answer to a question out there as opposed to me putting out my own narrative and people constantly nitpicking it and picking it apart and considering me potentially dishonest about that because I'm not allowing uh, any sort of pushback on what I did on the floor or did on the field and appreciate the call, Kyle. I, I don't I wouldn't want to be in that position because I'd want people to know that I was being accountable for what I did, making millions, what I did, and explaining why what happened took place. Does it matter to you? And she went to mental health and sadly my first thought was, oh, she's a fraud. That's t- like, that's what I thought. Like, that's not a real thing for her. She's just using that as an excuse. And I'm wrong there. 100% wrong. And then I did a little research, and I realized I was 1,000% wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's something she's battled for a long time. Sure. Something I've battled but for a long time. But you did something that a lot of people don't do, and that's actually, like, do the, <laughs> the research about but it. Does, so I wouldn't feel bad. But does that impact your deciding on whether she should or shouldn't talk to the media that she's actually, even at the top of her game, there's been reports of her having extreme sadness and and I don't, I'm not going to diagnose no. depression but just having those mental health issues. I I suppose but also too I think that her her approach to post game interviews or post match interviews is is just a little misguided. I mean she insinuates that uh, the purpose of them is to is to tear down athletes and that's 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 not the case. It's to get information and sometimes tough questions need to be asked when you're at the top of your profession especially she is at the top of her profession you're her manager mm-hmm. and you know she feels this way you know that if every press conference you got to get her up out of that rut you got to get her out of the, the hole she's feeling the darkness that she's sensing that maybe isn't there for everybody else but in her mind it's there we've i think i, I know i've been in that darkness 
and you don't you don't other people don't see that you're in it. But you now know as her manager, are you telling her to do these interviews or telling her not to? Because I think I would tell her not to and say, hey, you're going to take a PR hit, but just just don't do it. Well, that's clearly what they're that's clearly what they're asking you. What would you do? Because that's a tough spot. It's a tough spot. If someone is truly struggling, it's a tough spot to expect them to do something like that for your entertainment. It is tough for me, though, with a, a journalism background to put myself in that spot because I always, always, always want accountability. I mean, here at ESPN West Palm, if we screw up something or we say something stupid and we get asked about it, we've got to hold ourselves accountable. I blame other people. <laughs> well, there are some people around here that do that, but I, I, I mean, I hold myself accountable for that and you should in any profession right like if you screw up on the job it doesn't matter if you're flipping burgers or you're a lawyer or you're a sports talk radio host if someone from the outside is to hold you accountable for your job i mean that that that's the expectation and you need to answer for that and when it comes to sports media especially when you're talking about lucrative massive contracts where there are portions of the population that are invested in that as well from a financial standpoint. I feel like it's only fair to meet with media and to have both sides of the story told after every game and match. And I am sensitive to Naomi Osaka and the mental health approach she's taking, but it's also wildly unfair to the fans of that sport. And I know we're up against it here, but really quick, do you think with her not wanting to take part of the media process, if that's her decision, should she just sit out the tournament? Like, should she say, okay, I can't complete my job duties, maybe I just shouldn't play? No, because she's going to pay the fines, and that's fine, but that doesn't do anything for us, the 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 sports public. Like, that's fine that she's going to pay the fines, and she's going to at least pay the, uh, the, the punishment in that spot, but... I, I hope she rethinks it. Like, I really, truly do. And maybe I am being irrational here. Maybe I am the one completely in the wrong. But it's setting a dangerous precedent. If Naomi Osaka is going to completely neglect media obligations, it's an obligation that she's skipping out on. Because who's to say that it, it, like, it, LeBron never did one single radio interview or outside interview in his time in South Florida when he was with the Heat? But he never skipped a media availability. He was there and he took accountability, whether it was good or whether it was bad. And for that, me as a fan, to see someone get up and take the heat and then move on, that holds a whole lot more weight than Naomi Osaka flat out skipping that. Should athletes have to meet with the media after games? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 3776. Hey, later today, Josh Cohen on the home team, a massive announcement is coming. Really? It has to do with one of the biggest sporting events here locally, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. You're going to want to hear it on Josh Cohen in the home team. And what time? About 350 or so? Somewhere between three and five. Somewhere between three and five. Perfect. Listen to the whole damn show. You're right, Co Kelsey. I'll take accountability. I want people to listen to the whole show, oh, so not no, just the 350. But you got Josh, you got Tina home team, you got, got Dean, Dean Thomas. Come on. But big announcement, big announcement about the biggest sporting event, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast. You'll find out between 3 and 5 what it is today on Josh Cohen and the home team. Should athletes have to meet with media after games? Has Naomi Osaka gotten it wrong with her approach to the French Open? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Coquel. I am Ken Lavica, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.